Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this smooth jazz <laughs> of conspiracies, snacks, and tinfoil hats. I am your co-host, Connor Kenworthy, and I'm here with Avalon Gubernick. Co-conspirators, we here today want to bring you a very loving and very open conspiracy theory than none other than John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Is that his middle name? Is that... I was gonna say, <laughs> wait, is that his real middle name? There's no way it's Fitzgerald. Will you double check that? But we're bringing you JFK today, so if, you knew, if you're new to this podcast, I'm sorry, because you just got... I know I it have his name written Gerald. Suck my... How did you Anyways, know that? I'm pretty sure I looked it up. Oh. I literally have never done so much research for a podcast. I'm proud of you. Anyways, grab your snacks and your tinfoil hats, and we'll see you after the intro music. Your, you freaking coronavirus. How was your week? How was my week? I was every day of the past week, I was at the beach or the pool, so I cannot complain. I am flipping you off. My week was amazing. And I started my new job, so I'm making money too, so that's nice. What's your new job? I work for Instacart, hashtag not sponsored. It's basically DoorDash, but for groceries. And it's awesome because I could just set my own hours. I just buy groceries for people. I don't have to talk to really anyone. I just listen to my podcasts or my music. And that sounds really nice. And drive. Yeah. I think I'm going to start working for them too. It's really nice. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, I hate you for going to the beach. Sorry. You're a beach for going to the beach. A- literally invited you and you said no so i'm in freaking washington you dumb thought i just come to california it's not hard it's not like it's hard you just drop Uh, everything and come (laughs) we should really record these i know (laughs) i feel like our facial expressions just it's not the same no we should just start recording our, like, we should just zoom and record it and post that instead. <laughs> Hashtag YouTube videos. <laughs> How was your week, Connor? Um, good. <laughs> how's your, how's your new baby nephew? Oh my gosh, I got to hold him for, like, I got to, like, he woke up and I said, no, no, you will not wake up. And I got him to fall back asleep. <laughs> and so I felt super accomplished. He's super adorable. Phoebe is also adorable. But she's not a newborn she, um, baby, so. Eh. No, but she's really cute because <laughs> I bought her. She had this, like, so we have this, like, toy computer thing that has, like, a mouse attached. Mm-hmm. And she kept using the, like, mouse as, like, a stethoscope. And she'd be, like, to her baby doll. So I bought her a stethoscope. Oh. And now I can get her to, like, sit still for, like, 20 minutes. And all I have to do is put the steth- stethoscope in my ears and, like, pretend to check her heart. And she'll just, like, not move. <laughs> She's, like, frozen. And I'm, like, 
This yes. is a genius. Score. Why? So yeah, it's super fun. But do you have any good snacks today? <laughs> so for my snack today, <clears throat> since we're covering the JFK assassination, this is so oh, mean. Oh no. It's so mean, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's everything about us. JFK mean, kind of was shot in the head, correct? No. Well, he was shot. <laughs> he was shot in the head. Yeah, yes. and like blood came out or whatever. My mom wanted me. No, really. My mom wanted me I to get slime came out. My mom wanted me to get a blow pop because that's kind of funny. But I got gushers. You look at his brain gushed it's out. It's like his brain when his head blew up. That's so mean. Also, I haven't had gushers in like five bajillion years, so. Ooh, fun. You ready for my snack? No. Mine is not on theme. Screw you. Mine is not on theme, but I have a wonderful friend in Australia. Her name is Kiara. She, I messaged her, literally listen to this. I messaged her on like the 4th of June. I was like, hey, I'm desperate. Will you send me some Aussie snacks like... I miss, like, I need some pineapple lumps, some good lollies, just chocolates, whatever. She was like, yeah, for sure. She sent it on, like, the 5th. They got here on Friday. But then I had to work on Friday, so I didn't get to pick them up. So I go to the, the post office on Saturday to pick up the package. No one tells me that they're closed on Saturdays. Excuse me. Have you, do you even post office? No, I don't. So then I had to wait till today, and I went and got them. So I'm eating the pineapple lumps. They're, pineapple lumps? Yeah, they're literally like chewy pine. Here, let me show you the inside. Ow. The inside's like chewy pineapple, and on the outside it's chocolate. And it uses real pineapple juice, and they're just... That actually sounds very yummy. Let me show you. They're, the brand is Pascal. They're kiwi. Wow. They're really good. Um, they were my favorite candy there. There was a family there that we'd spend a lot of time with, and they would always have these, and I would eat, like, bags of them. So I got that. I got some Whitaker's Coconut Chocolate, which is the best chocolate I've ever had in my entire life. Okay. And then I got a lot of Cadbury chocolate, which Ooh. is, like, Australian Cadbury, so it's not... It's, it's different? Like different. Yeah. Hmm. It's better. So... But yeah, so I'm really excited. I got my pineapple lumps, and life is good. <laughs> I'm no longer sad. We love masking our feelings with food. It's what I'm best at. I love my that. hidden talent. It's not hidden because you can see it on my <laughs> body. <laughs> love that! Yay! Ugh. Therapy. Are we ready? Am I ready? So I. This was fun. I'm kind of sad that I was just history because even doing history, I was like finding things in like, ooh, that doesn't sound legit. But if you want to bring any of it up, if I missed anything, feel free. Anyway, JFK. So John Fitzgerald Kennedy. John Fitzgerald Kennedy. You may remember him from previous episode. About Marilyn Monroe. He is the hoe she was sleeping with. Don't worry. She'll come back into Not this. the other way around. 
So, basically. Yeah, okay, yeah, sorry. JFK was the 38th president of the United States. I'm not sure. He might have been the 36th or the 38th. Who cares? I thought there was only like 34 presidents total. Donald Trump's like the 42nd. Okay, anyway, he was a president of the United States. And he was very popular. His family was very popular. They're very wealthy family, very well educated. He was, is still the youngest president we've ever had. And debatably the most good looking president we've ever had. Ronald Reagan's you, up there, but he's a piece of shit, so we don't talk about him anymore. Yikes. So, yeah, everyone loved him. He represented newness and change in America. Uh, he was very progressive in his administration as well. He supported desegregation. Desegre- he also was for the civil rights movement, which good for him love that he also wanted to increase minimum wage and he just was involved in a lot of movements that helped like impoverished people or discriminated or people that were discriminated against is that the word don't know anyway um his presidency his administration was at the height of yes you guessed it the cold war um, yes, so he I dealt... freaking love the Cold War. <laughs> that shit's my jam. <laughs> he dealt Just with kidding, a lot of Soviets and communist governments, especially in Cuba. And we'll get more of that later. Um, one thing notable about JFK is he favored peace over war. He didn't like war. He didn't like fighting. He just wanted everyone to get along. And if he had to, like, confront Someone, he liked to do it through, like, communication most of the time. He didn't like to just get in there. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about his foreign policy before we get into, like, the big thing. Um, so foreign policy views. April 19th. What? I didn't finish that date. April 1960-something. I didn't put the last number. Um, The CIA was involved in a plan to invade Cuba and overthrow Fidel Castro and his communist government. This is also known in history as the Bay of Pigs invasion. Um, It was a big thing. JFK okayed this invasion, but he was like, you cannot have u.s air support like you can do it but no you don't get the airplanes and stuff like that and this went really bad it did not work and a lot of people blame jfk because they're like if we would have had air support we would have been successful and so this was like a huge blow to his administration and made him a little more unpopular then to kind of bounce back from this in October 1962 there was the Cuban Missile Crisis and this was a success basically <clears throat> the Soviets were crafting missiles in Cuba and JFK was able to talk to the Soviets and be like yo 
this isn't cool. Will you please dismantle your missiles? And they're like, yes, we will. I don't think that's how that went, but that's what happened. <laughs> and so I, that sounded that didn't sound like a crisis. Okay, <laughs> that sounded very like it was like a Cuban missile talk. You know, just chill, like <laughs> kick back. And so, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so that kind of like helped him gain favor of the public again. Um, and then one last thing that kind of knocked him back down. A month before his assassination, spoiler alert, he gets assassinated. Um, he pulled all U.S. troops out of Vietnam. And this was like, caught a lot of negative attention, uh, especially from the communists and Soviets. And they just hated him because he was, quote, the leader of capitalist America. So he had a lot of enemies, especially the communists and the Soviets. But he also had a lot of people that loved him. But <clears throat> doesn't matter how many people love you. Loved him like one person that hates like you can ruin wanted it for to f him. What? Like wanted to bang him, love him. Oh, for sure. If I could go back in time, <laughs> my gosh, ten out of ten. He's would bang married you. with kids. That didn't stop Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> yeah, but we she had some shitty men in her life. We've already talked about that. Yeah. So, November 22nd, 1963, Dallas, Texas. JFK was shot by an ex-Marine, Lee Harvey Oswald. Or so the official report says, which we'll get into. And... Um, basically after this, a lot of, like, the conspiracies started right away. Like, a lot of things were suspicious and people started speculating things. So, the government formed two committees to kind of investigate the assassination. So, the two committees, the first one was the Warren Commission, which was established in 1963, like, very shortly one week after yeah very shortly after the assassination and then in 1978 the house committee of assassinations was formed to like further investigate the jfk case and they were assigned the jfk jfk case and martin luther king's assassination yeah i know i was gonna oh. get to that sorry i thought you were cutting it there sorry, I'm sorry. no sorry. um well it's because like i'm just giving that brief overview but i'm gonna go into like each committee and what they did kind of okay um but basically for now you need to know that both investigated the assassination but both came to kind of different conclusions they agreed on many things but on some important details they did not agree so that's interesting so let's get let's get into it have you been on TikTok recently? Do you know that you're not TikTok oh. at all? Nope. Never mind then. Anyway, <laughs> so we are going to talk about the Warren report on the JFK assassination and kind of what they concluded about the assassination. So this commission was led by Earl Warren and other board members were government officials. So basically it was just made up of government people. Um... A lot of info that they got and relied on was from the FBI. 
So first I'm going to get into the official story of the assassination of JFK according to this Warren report. So Lee Harvey Oswald, who we'll talk about after, um, acted alone in shooting President JFK on November 22nd, 1963 in Dallas, Texas. He was stationed in a window on the sixth floor of a book depository, which is where he worked. And this window conveniently overlooked Dealey's Plaza, which was where the presidential motorcade was scheduled to pass through that day. So, like, a parade for the president. Um, Just before 12.30 p.m., JFK rode in in an open convertible limousine with his wife, Jackie Kennedy, Texas Governor John Connolly, and Connolly's wife, Nellie. So, it was the four of them in this car. So, from the window, Oswald shot three bullets from a 6.5 millimeter Manlicker car Connell rifle. Don't know if that's important, but that's the kind of rifle he had. Um, So, this is what this report concluded. The first bullet passed through Kennedy's neck and hit Connolly's right side and wrist. The second bullet missed entirely. And then the third bullet hit Kennedy's head. And this report is not aware of the actual order of the bullets, but that's the order that they assume. So, they don't know for sure if that's, like, they don't know if the second bullet was the one that got his head or whatever but that's just the order that makes sense to them um it's undisputed though however that it was from the sixth floor with that rifle because they found his rifle on the sixth floor covered in his fingerprints oswald's fingerprints and three spent shells nearby um there was even witnesses that say they saw someone of his exact description aiming a rifle out of the six-story window. So not only is there, like, physical evidence, but also eyewitness accounts. Um, You love eyewitness accounts. I hate eyewitness accounts, but whatever. I digress. Um, So after the shooting, this report claims that Oswald fled the book depository and was next seen 45 minutes later where, according to witnesses, he shot and killed a Dallas police officer. Um... And they kind of know this because of the eyewitness accounts, but also there were spent shells in this area that match a pistol that was owned by Oswald. Um, One hour and ten minutes after the shooting, Oswald was arrested in a movie theater. And he had the pistol that he supposedly shot the police officer with in his possession. And he resisted arrest saying he didn't know why he was being arrested. And he also claimed that he was a patsy, like he was paid to do it, but they don't really use that information. Like, they don't include that in the report. Um, and then, so he was apprehended, arrested, and two days later, uh, Oswald was shot by a nightclub owner named Jack Ruby. And so this basically happened while he was being escorted from the police department like station to the county jail and it was on november 24th 1963 basically ruby stepped out from like a crowd and just shot him in the abdomen and this report claims that ruby acted alone and claims that he did so as like a chivalrous act so that jackie kennedy would not have to face 
or testify Oswald in court, like not have to see the man that killed her husband. Yes, Connor. Did you have it in your notes that 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 him being shot was like fully televised, like that was on like live TV? The Oswald getting shot? Yeah. <gasps> Cuz no. like it was super publicized that he was like he had just killed the president and so it's on TV they're like recording him and you see him like step out and like get shot. And so it was like super traumatic. No, I did watch the video of Kennedy getting shot, and it made me really sad. And I did not. I watched it a couple times. I did too, and I like. Did you watch the one from the movie too, where the guys like explaining what happened? No, it's really good. I liked it. Anyway, um, yes. So that's the official report from the Warren Commission of what happened. Now I'm going to get into more of the background of this Lee Harvey Oswald character who is supposedly the assassinator. Okay, so Lee Harvey Oswald, what a tragic, sad little boy. Um, he had a lot of childhood trauma, which I don't, I didn't write any of the specifics because I don't think it's, if you're interested, you can look him up. But basically, he just had a lot of traumatic things happen in his childhood that kind of led him into a life of isolation, frustration, and failure, which is very characteristic of a murderer. I did write from BuzzFeed Unsolved that it's reported that he did chase his half-brother around with a knife when they were young. Lovely. So. So, basically, he fits a profile of a person who would be motivated to kill someone because he's, like, this loner person who just, like, wants to belong or, like, feel recognized. Um, He joined the Marines at 17 years old, and while in the Marines, he studied, he studied, he studied Marxism in russian very american (laughs) um during so yeah during his service during military school he was studying marxism and russian also it's reported that he studied russian in military school which is very rare because of the um red scare so like the u.s was very protective of the military and they didn't want any communist threats or infiltrations in the military so it's very weird that he was able to study russian while in military school and people speculate that it must be because he had a special assignment related to the soviet union like it's not confirmed maybe you have more stuff on that but that's what people speculate that he had some special mission related to the soviet union that's why he was able to learn uh russian so 1959 he left the marines very abruptly to take care of his quote sick mother um and after a few days he just left the u.s and he defected to the soviet union and declared he wanted to renounce his u.s citizenship and give all of his info to the soviet union uh he even told them he was going to share u.s military secrets with the soviets but the u.s was like we don't really see you as a threat. Um, the Soviets were actually the ones to be like, mm, 
no, thank you. We don't want you. And basically told him to get out of their country. They said, you're a psychopath. They're like, Please you're leave. kind of dumb. So what's the like right response to rejection? Suicide. So he tries to kill himself <laughs> by slitting his wrists. He was very unsuccessful and instead just spent weeks in a Soviet hospital. But... One thing that's super dicked up is in his, I don't know, did you write about what he wrote in his diary? No. So in his diary about the incident, he said, so he was supposed to get kicked out of the country, like expedited or like pretty much kicked out. Like your visa is over, you have to leave. And so he had this interest guide who would like show him around. And so she was supposed to come get him like the day before he was supposed to leave. And he slid his wrist. But he said he wanted to do it in such a way that it would be like, where did it go? Um, and it, he wanted to like shock her. He's like, I want to do it in such a way to shock this woman who was supposed to come get him. Like, that's how like messed up he was. He wasn't like, I'm going to kill myself, but I'm going to kill myself in a way that shocks the person who finds me. Ew, I so hate like, that. Dicked up. Dicked that's up. That's sick. Um... Yeah, so he tried to kill himself, and after that, the Soviets were like, okay, he's kind of badass, so yeah, he can stay in the USSR. Um, So, 1962, oh, in this time period before this, he got married to some Soviet chick. Um, 1962, he and his Soviet wife were allowed to re-enter the US. He basically was like, yo communism's whack i want back in to the u.s and the only reason he was allowed to come back is because like after all his talk of being like i don't want to be a u.s citizen his dumbass didn't even sign the paperwork to do it he's all talk no action so he still was a u.s citizen and they gave him so the u.s gave him a rep repatriation loan which is given to destitute Americans abroad to help them re-enter the country. So, according to the Warren report, the U.S. let him back in because they thought him, because they thought him being critical of the U.S. and the USSR would be damaging to the image of the U.S. So basically, they don't want him talking shit on the U.S. and like giving them a bad reputation. So they're like, yes, please come back. Um. So October nineteen sixty three. After hopping around jobs, he finally settles in Dallas, Texas, and gets a job at the Texas School Book Depository, um, and he starts getting involved with some communist pro-Castro groups, specifically one called Fair Play for Cuba. Um, they hated JFK and his whole administration because they hated capitalism, and he liked this group not necessarily because of their ideology because like he kind of wasn't totally into communism anymore but he just mostly he just felt belonging in the group and like liked that feeling so he just like stayed in that group um also something significant in 1963 his wife says that he quote, intended to kill a right-wing activist and retired army officer early in 1963, which is evidence that he has, like, the willingness to kill a human. 
So basically, from all of this background tragic story, we can see that he did have motive. He's kind of like this loner personality that, like, already had plans to kill a right-wing activist. So, like, it's very evident that he could totally kill JFK. So. I just remembered something else, too. Um that's kind of important is when he was in the military like you have to take like this like test to see like your marksmanship with guns mm-hmm. and it was like a test and so like the first time you took it he was it was like a 210 or something which put him in the rank of like a sharpshooter so like he was good with a gun and then he took it again and he was at like 190 so then he was like a marksman Ooh, so like he's like really good a proficient he's like a proficient person to use guns yikes okay so, we're still in the Warren Report Commission thing. So, we had the, like, official report of what happened. Now we're going to talk about some eyewitness testimonies that were collected by this commission. Um, Let's talk about the grassy knoll. <laughs> My favorite. I think that'd be a good stripper name. Grassy knoll. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so basically the grassy knoll was this grass area overlooking the plaza. And um, 33 witnesses reported hearing shooting from this area, suggesting that Oswald was not working alone. Um, a very specific witness is goes by the name of Lee Bowers. He reported seeing smoke coming from the grassy knoll at the time of the shooting and he reported seeing two men like on the fence line of the grassy knoll um the commission never disproved the testimonies but claim that these testimonies or the people that gave these testimonies were um confused and that they were not valid claims so they like what is it? They um, acknowledge that they exist, but they do not count them as real evidence. So, now we're going to go to the autopsy report. So, according to Texas law, the autopsy should have happened in the Dallas hospital where he was after he was shot. And they did do a preliminary exam in this hospital, but his body was then taken to D.C., by his staff and where he was given a full autopsy and this autopsy was done by a pathology specialist who has no experience in gunshot wounds but they did it um the autopsy specialist also burned their notes two days after the operation cool we love that we love love burning things Um, the Dallas doctor that gave, like, the preliminary exam said the wound in his neck was a wound of entry, which means the bullet would have come from the front, which is, like, not in, what is it, correlation with the, like, loner shooter theory, and the Washington doctors disagreed with this. They're like, no, you're wrong. Not true. Um... Also, so yeah, that was the autopsy, but in 1972, this is like 10 years after the assassination, 
um, they wanted to see, like, the physical materials from his autopsy, like, his brain or, like, parts of his body, um, but they were all gone, and they're still not, they're still gone, and no one knows. They're missing. Do you know who else's body's missing? Hitler's. Have you ever seen Hitler and JFK in the same place? No. Hitler is JFK. He just shaved his mustache? surgery. Yikes. Okay. Now we're going to talk about the second Oswald. So, after the assassination, a lot of people started coming forward saying that Oswald, or that they saw Oswald running around town and doing different things, like, before the assassination. But all these were basically proven to be false, and they were all lying. Um... And so the main takeaway from this is, like, the motives for them false reporting is kind of suspicious, but it was never investigated by the commission. Like, they didn't care enough to look into why all these people were trying to lie. And, like, I don't know. Anyway, that's all I have about that. But now we're going to talk about Jack Ruby, who was the person that killed Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, Jack Ruby was reportedly connected to the, both the mob and the FBI. And according to this specific commission, the FBI and CIA investigated Oswald's connection to the mob, but found no evidence linking him to the mob or even Jack Ruby. Like, they were not in cahoots together. Um, so, basically, all of the Warren report... And all the things I've talked about concludes that Lee Harvey Oswald was a lone shooter and that it was just a crime of passion, nothing more. Like, that's that. Nothing else should be, like, taken into consideration. Um, so, before we get into the second report, two kind of important events happened. So, in 1972... Watergate scandal happened and people kind of started losing faith in their government. Um, and all this mistrust kind of um, allowed for the JFK assassination case to kind of resurface. Because people were like, if the government is not trustworthy and is capable of doing bad things, like maybe something about the JFK assassination was like the government. So that investigation kind of was reopened um 1975 the rockefeller commission was formed to investigate domestic activity of the cia as well as the potential cia involvement in the jfk assassination and basically this commission confirmed the illegal use of domestic surveillance by the cia but were not able to find credible proof of the cia involvement in the assassination So, finally, in September 1976, the House Select Committee on Assassinations was formed, and the purpose of this committee was to reinvestigate the Kennedy and Martin Luther King Jr. assassinations and just make sure that there was, like, no hokey-pokey going around. So, the... Oh, my gosh. This committee didn't really, like answer any new questions or like really make any more developments in the JFK assassination except for one major revision. So 
that revision was the committee decided that there was in fact a shooter on the grassy knoll and that Oswald was not working alone but that this shooter shot just one bullet and missed so that there was four shots but yeah two shooters four shots but the shooter in the grassy knoll missed and that's all I have on the official report yes of the assassination that is of very JFK. much the official uh, okay <laughs> i'm super stressed i don't know why i'm so stressed i really do want to do it justice but i'm also super scared that i'm not going to um so just kind of going right off what you just said how you said that the what was the house representative committee or whatever they came to the conclusion that there had to be a second shooter pretty much yeah supposedly they've come back out and like discredited that like conclusion they've said like no like it was just lee harvey oswald but that that conclusion is pretty much what allowed jfk the conspiracies to grow so much about it so they call it like what did they call it? Where did it go? In my notes. Oh, they call it the Great Contradiction. Sorry. Okay. Um, and so that's kind of where it came from. So let's start again. One thing that I've noticed is that Noah, none of the conspiracy theories doubt that Lee Harvey Oswald necessarily was took shots at JFK. That is one fact that everyone has like, Agreed. I've never seen... Yeah, it's like Lee Harvey Oswald was, in fact, the shooter on GFK. Whether or not there was a second shooter, whether or not he was being used is kind of the conspiracies about it. But he was, in fact, one of at least one of the people that shot JFK. Okay. So that is one thing. And so recently the JFK thing has like kind of resurfaced again because um in 2017, so both George W. Bush, Barack Obama and Donald Trump have all made promises to like release documents relating to the JFK assassinations like that have been sealed by the CIA. And so in 2017 in October, um President Trump released 2,800 secret assassination files um, from the National Archives, but he still withheld thousands of pages of, like, considered, like, the most sensitive documents for, like, that was for at least, um, like, he hasn't released any more. And so people are like, why are they still hiding stuff? Like, it's been over 50 years. Like, why can't we have everything on it? So uh, people were really disappointed with that, that he didn't release everything and people have been coming through the files and there's really not a ton of new stuff. It's a lot of the same old stuff that has come out, but people are like, what's in the stuff that hasn't been released? So that's kind of resurfaced. So it's kind of a bigger thing within the past couple years again. Um, but I first want to talk whoops, about Lee Harvey Oswald, but his kind of role in the shooting so i got i got i did so much research i got i did i had like five different wikipedia articles including the jfk assassination lee harvey oswald i did bobby kennedy um i watched the buzzfeed unsolved on this i rented a conspiracy video called 
what is it called? I pulled it up. JFK, The Ultimate Conspiracy on Apple TV. I watched Ooh. that. Um, And so a lot of my information is kind of all mingled. I'll hopefully, if I do use any quotes, I'll say where they came from. But um, so oh, from... All my info was from the Conspiracy Theories podcast. I didn't even listen to that. Am I stupid? Connor. Wow, I'm dumb. I totally spaced their podcast. <laughs> I'm dumb. So... Anyway, I think I'm pretty sure everything every time I'd watch something new it was all the same stuff anyway. Yeah. So, um Lee Harvey Oswald was um pretty much from the Wikipedia page it talked about how his coworkers all like were able to track his movements within the Texas School Book Depository. So, it started out that um he where did it say that there was an encounter taking place at 11:30 um, where Oswald was reading the newspaper on the first floor of the depository. And then at 11.50 a.m., 20 minutes later, um, William Shelley saw him and that he was on a phone call at 11.50. Um, so that phone call was seen like seen from 11.50 to 12. And then Bonnie Ray Williams, which is another coworker, said that he saw Lee Harvey Oswald, or he was eating his lunch on the sixth floor of the Texas Depository. So that's the floor that he was shot, that JFK was shot from. Um, and then he was there until twelve ten, which is when, um, and then he didn't see anyone on the sixth floor when he left at twelve ten. Um, he didn't see Oswald or anyone up there. He didn't even notice like a gun or anything. He just said. He said it's possible stuff could have been up there and like there were boxes up there that could have hidden it, but he's like, I didn't see anyone. Um, and then at 12.30 was when Kennedy's motorcade passed in front of the Texas um, school depository. But one of the things that um, my conspiracy theory, the video, the one I rented said was that his motorcade was actually supposed to pass at like 1210 when like there was another person up there that in Lee Harvey Oswald wasn't up there at that time so they were like why like it's not necessarily proven that like he could have been up there like if he he should have been up there like the whole hour before if he was really trying to like make sure he got the president so it was like super like sketchy that they're like he was seen like all the way up until that time but like he didn't know that the motorcade was going to be late so like why was he like diddle dallying down in the freaking first floor at 12 o'clock at least that was the last person someone saw him so super kind of weird super sketchy um another thing that's super weird about the motorcade is that he like the motorcade comes like came down like you could see it and then it came down right in front of the texas school book depository but it's not until it passes and like the back of jfk's head is visible that lee harvey oswald shoots him and they're like why did he wait until the motorcade was like passing him to take the shot like why didn't he do it like as it was coming again like super just like things don't really add up so um there's a whole bunch so then like you said like there's a whole bunch of people they talk about how lee harvey oswald he was seen again after the shooting but everyone was like he was fine like one guy says he saw him with like a coke in his hand 
like a, like a not the drug but a soda. A soda. And <laughs> they were like, yeah, we saw him come out. Probably he probably was on cocaine. Um, and then people like saw him exit the building, and but he like exited the building before like police could like cut like quarantine it, I guess, like keep people in, and like um one of his co-workers labeled him as like missing from the people so people are like he's weird um and then pretty much he like goes home he takes like it, he again like goes home and like changes clothes and then comes back out and then that's when he like it's broadcasted on the radio description of what people think the shooter was and then that's when that cop pulled him over and he ends up shooting the cop then he runs into the theater um all that kind of takes place I have a bunch of just, like, random stuff that no one's going to care about that I just kind of copied and pasted. <laughs> um, so, that, and so, this was about an hour later. So, at one fifteen is when he's pulled over by the cops. So, he has enough time to, like, run home, change. So, then, after his arrest, he, like, is, like, taken to the jail and there's all the the reporters and everything are like kind of being like, why do you shoot him? And then he says, so these are quotes from him from Wikipedia that says, I didn't shoot anybody. They've taken me in because of the fact that I lived in the Soviet union. I'm just a patsy. Um, people asked him like, did you kill the president? And then this says that after he had been, a, he had like received a lawyer and after he had been like told that he was going to be charged with murdering the officer, he said, no, I have not been charged with murdering the president. In fact, nobody has said anything about that to me. Um, the first thing I heard about it was w- was when the newspapers reporters in the hall asked me that question. So he, like, says, I didn't even pretty much know that the president that had been died. shot. He just thought he was being charged and accused of the officer. Gotcha. So, um, and then I guess he had, like, a black eye. So a reporter... Um, asked him like how did you hurt her eye and oswald said a policeman hit me so there's like super like weird stuff he's like were these was he intimidated by police was it, like obviously we've seen that police can do some shitty things to people and especially if they think that he killed the president i'm sure he, things happened so again you're like how much of what he says can be like taken i don't know lots of big questions brought up with him um going back to the motorcade it was super weird. Um, it was set up by the Secret Service, like the route they were supposed to take. And it was noti- noti- noticed that there were like 20,000 windows or something along the whole motorcade. But supposedly they like didn't have enough people to check all the windows. And so they just like no one checked anything. There was like no no one. They're really so they shitty said, at their job. Right? My so, like, Secret Service. Mm, there's too yeah. many windows to check. <laughs> For our present like, safety. Exactly. And people were like, it's a super weird route because, like, there were lots of, like, turns in it rather than, like, a straight shot through the city. So they're like, it would cause, like, the motorcade to have to slow down, which is weird. And, like, people are like, why did they take that route? Like, it's just kind of a weird route. Um, also, what's super weird is Lee Harvey Oswald, I guess, was under surveillance by the FBI. But they didn't tell the secret service that this guy was in the city now or the fact that he worked along the route but then it's also said that the secret service didn't tell the fbi of the route like beforehand so it was like total lack of like miscommun or total lack of communication and all of a sudden like 
there's this guy who's like pro-Soviet and wants to take that could want to harm the harm yeah. the president. So super weird. They didn't take um, the necessary precautions. No. So, but people are like, but like, why didn't they? That's the big thing. It's like it's weird that they didn't. Yeah. Especially during like the Cold War when it was like heightened like security and stuff. Everyone like, hated him. Yeah, and so the other thing is like. Like, yes, Lee Javier Oswald was super, like, pro-communist, I guess, but he also didn't really have a ton of, like, motive to kill the president. Like, he, like, had moved back to the United States. Like, yeah, he... But then, like, um, he kind of was... You said he was with, like, that pro-Cuban group. He was kind of, like, for... And, like, the whole, like, not starting a war with Cuba or, like, the Soviets, like, he, in a way, could have had, like, reasons to actually like the president rather than, like, hate him because of the whole Cuban Missile Crisis. Like, yeah. it, he was really good at de-escalating it, all that kind of stuff. So people were like, why, like, a year after this had all happened, why would he want to, like, kill the president? Like, yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Um, But then again, we've also talked about he was super weird. He chased his stepbrother with a knife he had already supposedly tried to yeah so super weird um so let's talk about lyndon b johnson he was vice president yes he was vice president but um he was also known him and like he had lost the democrat like um election i guess to run for president to to kennedy and they had some very like different political ideas and so like people like my documentary talked about how like there's like on tv when you steal into b johnston and like jfk is talking you can tell that he like doesn't necessarily agree or that he's like annoyed and all that kind of stuff and so people have thought that lyndon b johnson actually helped like devise a plan to assassinate um jfk and there's actually some good arguments for it. It's the fact that, like, one of the reasons JFK was in Texas was because of Lyndon B. Johnson. He was, like, the governor of the state or something, but then he had lost that political power. There was a lot of unrest. Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson had property in Texas, and so, like, he had kind of gone there um, and was, like, Lyndon B. Johnson kind of helped plan. Like, his people were the ones that planned the motorcade route, all that kind of stuff. There was this thing. Oh, I totally forgot to write her name, but... This lady came forward and said that she was at this like dinner the night before the assassination and she was with she had been having an affair with LG, LBJ and oh, he ha- had said to her like he was like there was words that he that LBJ and JFK had argued the night before and he had said to that lady like don't worry about the Kennedy boys after tomorrow they won't bother me anymore. <gasps> So again, Yikes. super stupid. You so people also are like, can't that's, trust a hoe. He can't trust a hoe. Never trust a hoe because the hoe won't trust me. <laughs> but people are like, honestly, if he was planning to kill the president, he wouldn't say it to his side piece. Like, he's not stupid. So, like, that's True. her thing has kind of been discredited. Um, where does this come from? So there's a whole bunch of different stuff. Oh, so from one website, uh, this kind of summarized it really well. So for LBJ, the motive was like the political gain. Um, There were a whole bunch of political differences. There were personal issues. Um, Johnson had been involved in several scandals already, and 
he he really wanted to be president before he got too old he had tried to run for president there were rumors that when jfk was going to run for like re-election that he was going to drop lbj from like the ticket so like a different vice president kind of thing so he could have been worried about that um and then the opportunity was kennedy was going to texas for all the political unrest texas was a swing state and so they were trying to like get him to vote for uh jfk and also lbj had his home in texas um and then him and all of his associates had access and knowledge about the trip's details um be the means he had a lot of people because lbj was like from texas he had a lot of people there that he could trust from like the oil business and all that kind of stuff he had ties to people there who could have been willing to help him um but people kind of said like the main one of the main guys that they talked to talk about how like lbj is almost like the too easy of an answer like they it's easy to point fingers at him because he had the most to gain but like it's kind of stupid there's really nothing to talk to him about so i mean there are things that point to that like on probability scale which one what would you say honestly I put LBJ L, and I think I talk more about like the CIA and like I put uh, an internal um, something like this a, a higher cause than a lot of things. Okay. So like I do this like an eight. Oh. Uh-huh. So. Um, because people, uh, of course, because it was Cold War, all this stuff was happening. People really point to the Q, like the Soviets or the Cubans. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um. A lot of times it's just us. Yeah. <laughs> um, seriously. There was... So people point to this because before the shooting, Lee Harvey Oswald actually took um, a trip to Mexico City. And this was in s- September of 1963, so a month before. And he went to Mexico City and he visited both the Cuban and the Soviet embassies. Um, in an apparent attempt to move to like he was trying to like move back to the countries but people were like why would he be trying to move back if he had already come back to the united states kind of stupid so people are like why did he go there was he receiving orders from the soviets was he like an agent and like he went there to like receive orders to kill the president um and then this guy named i'm gonna read a quote his name is philip shannon and he was a New York Times reporter, and he wrote a book called, like about the Warren Commission. And he says, "I've always quote, I've always considered the Mexico City trip the hidden chapter of the assassination. A lot of histories histories gloss right past this period. Oswald was meeting with Soviet spies and Cuban spies, and the CIA and FBI had him under aggressive surveillance. Didn't the FBI and CIA have plenty of evidence that he was a threat before the assassination? If they had acted on the evidence, maybe it would have." wouldn't have taken maybe it wouldn't have taken place these agencies could be afraid that if documents all get released their incompetence and bungling could be exposed they knew the danger of oswald but didn't alert washington so philip shannon kind of says like the cia and the fbi are kind of to blame because they should have known that lee harvey oswald was a threat and like communicated that and it's their fault that jfk was assassinated but they're like 
too afraid to like admit it because they don't want to be blamed. Yeah. Um. So the other thing is, is with all these commissions looking into it is another theory is that the Soviets were actually a lot more involved in the assassination. Like they were responsible for it, like giving Lee Harvey Oswald like information and like giving him the, the idea to go through with it. But the commissions like played down a lot of that because they, again, this was world like cold war. The Cuban missile crisis had just happened and they didn't want to like start world war three. And so they were like, let's just like, blame it lee harvey oswald did it all by himself there was no involvement like we don't want to start a war like we don't and then also people are like there's no way that the soviets convinced oswald to kill jfk because if they were going to pick someone to kill the president they wouldn't have picked someone who was known to have such strong ties to the soviets yeah you know what i mean like they're like if they were going to pick someone they'd pick someone who like wouldn't fit the profile they'd be like why the freak did you kill the president and they wouldn't point to the soviets but the fact that he had such close ties and like lived with the soviets was like again like i'm like was he a patsy because like it would be easy to blame on him be like oh he was close to russia but i'm like the russians wouldn't tell him i guess not the russians they weren't russians yet they were soviets they had like they wouldn't have blamed they wouldn't have picked someone like that yeah is the big thing so people also like, he was just some Joe Schmo. Like he wasn't I don't know. And like you talked about it too, is like one of the things about him is the fact that he did he like learned Russian in like the Marines and all that different stuff and then he moved to to the Marines. But one thing is like I also draw upon the knowledge of like the things that we've talked about in previous conspiracies where like this is the time before Watergate when, like, the CIA was doing some shady shit that we've so always talked about. Like, Midnight Cli- Climax and all that kind of crap. Like, he easily could have been one of those people that they're like, you're going to go to Russia, like, learn Russian because you're going to go there and be, like, a spy on the inside. And then, like... Do you have any they, theories like, about him being a sleeper agent? Oh, I totally do. Okay. I, th- I Well, I... That's... One of the theories I've come up with, I never have found any of that. Like, oh, in... that's like one that I have always thought. That's one. The, well, that's where. That's what I mean. Is like he easily could have. They could have like sent him to Russia to like be one of those people, and then he like. But then, because like I think about it, like he was so adamant about getting there that like he probably was like I didn't get accepted like my citizenship, and so he was like I can't go back to the U.S. I'm a failure. So he yeah. tries to kill himself. All that kind of crap. Like, I'm like, that sounds like someone who's been brainwashed into being like, right? oh, this is my my job is to get, like, infiltrate the USSR. I just watched the Captain America, the Winter Soldier one. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that, that could totally happen. They just brainwash right? you and program you to kill. And so that's kind of where, like, I'm with him is, like, I don't know whether to think he was, like, Obviously, I don't think he was mentally stable in the first place, but that could have made him an easier target for the CIA to try to 1,000%. People that have trauma are easier to manipulate. Yeah, exactly. So, so, like, there's a lot of questions about him. I think it's almost... Lee Harvey Oswald almost seems like the too perfect of a suspect. Right. 
like has too many ties to the Soviets that I'm just like weird. But then again, I'm like, I go between like my, like my, my love for drama and my love for being like the CIA's freaking whack to being like, he's, he's suspected of like attempting an assassination before he chases his brother with a knife. Like he tried to kill himself. Like he was not all mentally there anyway. And it's the freaking early sixties and there's not a lot of options for him. I read somewhere else, like him and his wife were like separated. There was like a lot of stuff going on. And so he easily could have done it. And so I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. So that's all about Lee Harvey Oswald. Um, but the kind of main thing that goes along with that is the fact that people believe there was a second shooter. They do not believe he acted alone. So one of these reasons is I don't have a lot of information. BuzzFeed Unsolved didn't give me a ton of information. There was this lady. Her name was Cynthia Nix Jackson. She, in 2015, um, tried suing the U.S. government for $10 million because... (laughs) Uh, Yes. Supposedly, her grandfather had a second recording of the JFK assassination from, like, the opposite side of the street as the... what was the guy's name? Zabruder film or whatever? Yeah. Um, so like from the opposite side, so like you get a different angle of it. And the that I guess that film is what the um commission says that they heard that you could tell that there were multiple gunshots. So the the second commission that was formed, the House Representative Commission, said that based on like sound analysis, you could tell that from echoes and all this different stuff that there seemed like there should have been about six shots fired, not just three. And Lee Harvey Oswald had only three casings found in that upper window. So people are like, if he only shot three times and there there's supposedly six shots, there's a second shooter. Um, so this lady sued because no one has seen that footage since 1978 when this process had been going on so she tries to sue the u.s government to be like you stole that from my father i want it back and they're like no um (laughs) they said boohoo bitch it's ours yeah and and yeah exactly they don't care because they're trying to cover their ass um so you talked about how like people said they saw smoke clouds people saw um all the fun stuff. I'm going to send you a wonderful picture really fast while I'm looking this up. Let's please send. Okay. I just sent you a picture. And so. Is that the grassy knoll? Yeah. So the grassy knoll is kind of on the left. So if you look at the very right hand side, you see the motorcycle. Wait, hold on. It's not. So everyone, I'll post this on Instagram. So if you want to go to our Instagram and find this photo right now. And you look to the left, and there's the two guys sitting down. Yes. And if you look at the guy on the right, on the ground, there's kind of a long black thing. Do you see that? <gasps> yes. Do you know what it is? An umbrella. Yes, it's an umbrella. I so this know man. Because the title of the photo is Umbrella Man. Oh. Oh, <laughs> you took away the name. Let's see. <laughs> this man is known by many people as the Umbrella Man. He's like his own superhero, except for supervillain. So 
he's the people that are like, this is super weird because like why it's like the sun's out that day. No one else has an umbrella. Like why the hell does this guy have an umbrella? And from this Bruder film, you, I guess you can see that like the um, when the motorcade goes by, the umbrella's open and like it seems to like raise like he like seems to lift it up like right before the shooting, all that different stuff. And people are like, who is this guy? Like why is he like making signals like for shooters to do? Is he the second shooter? Like people suppose that like it could have been like he could have had like a gun hidden in it or like darts and that kind of thing that like attacked the president because there were reports that like before the motorcade went down, the umbrella was closed. And then afterwards he like, it was closed as well. And then there was reports that after the shot, after JFK was shot, like him and that friend, like just stood around and like didn't run away. Like everyone else, they just kind of like chilled there. They're like, why aren't they like running away? Super weird. So people are like, who is this umbrella man? Is he the second shooter? But then this guy comes forward. Oh, so this sparks a bunch of controversy. There's a movie. There's a JFK film in 1991 made, and it talks I about Umbrella. Some of it. Did you? Is it good? I should have watched that. The one with Kevin but, Costner. Um, I don't know. It's is it literally that. called JFK? Yeah. Yeah, then I watched, watched part of it. It was really good. So in that movie, they talk about how this Umbrella Man could have used the umbrella to send signals to the shooter or yeah. he could have been the second shooter on the same stuff. But in 1978, this guy named Louis Stephen Witt comes forward to that house committee, whatever house oh, representative committee. And he says, I, I'm the one that br- I'm umbrella man. I brought the umbrella. <laughs> I am like, umbrella I, man. It's, I am umbrella oh, I am. man. <laughs> um, he has like an umbrella on his hat. Like the ones from, um, <gasps> Yes. Whatever. I don't even know what the I was going to say. The umbrella hat. I don't think you yeah. need to say anything more. Um, but he claims that he brought that umbrella to heckle the president. Not It was not a murder <laughs> weapon. So there's this whole thing. He was like, JFK's like dad was super like this, like, I don't even remember what it was. There was some huge policy that was like, that Winston Churchill was like super into. Like, it was kind of like... And a, a peace policy or whatever and people were super against it and it was this big thing that like umbrellas were used as like a sign of that and so he like brought that to be like i don't like your dad kind of thing and then people i hate your so dad a, exactly and then wit there's this quote where wit says i think of the guinea's book of word world records had a category for people who are at the wrong place at the wrong time doing the wrong thing i'd be number one in that position without <laughs> Without even a close runner-up, <laughs> so he claims he's like it was just it was just he's it was like bad, I was just okay? trying to be funny. I was I was just trying to be funny. Um, Please don't take me to jail. Yeah, and so stupid. But then they're just like, okay, like that just like answers that they don't look into it more. They don't. They're just like, okay, you're umbrella man. So like this guy literally could have come out of nowhere. Oh, and he like brings the umbrella to like the committee Proof. and was like here it is and they're like no one thought like oh you could have a second umbrella like, like they're it's... just like oh this is it like so it's just like super dumb and that was one thing that like you kind of hinted at was like all these people come forward and all these people and they're like okay thank you but then like they don't look at any of it no. they don't like investigate any of it they're just like 
it's like they're looking for the confirmation bias where they're like we only will like listen to things that confirm that lee harvey oswald was a soul shooter is kind of how it feels uh so it's stupid it's dumb um i'm trying to go fast i'm trying to go fast oh you're fine take your time um so we're we have we have two main ones left that i found on the internet and then i have my own um, Ooh. i have my own it's bringing every it's all of them you're just sma- aliens <laughs> aliens <laughs> shot oh, how JFK. did i not even <laughs> from like with their laser no you know how we talked just about the uh um, the lasers incli- the yeah the lasers from the clouds or whatever yes what did we talk about that in the, the weather no, warfare. weather warfare that's what it was hmm. they <laughs> yes. just sniped him from the yeah. sky um, oh, before I get into my last one, though, another big thing that I can't not talk about with JFK is what they call the magic bullet, and that's the one that supposedly went through JFK's, like, neck and then hit, um, what was the dude's Connelly. name? I don't even, yeah, Conley in the front. It went through his, like, whole, like, chest cavity pretty much, and then comes out and, like, through his wrist and ends up in, like, his thigh above it. And that's supposedly one bullet. And that bullet that they find is, like, completely intact. And all the other bullets that are fired, they're, like, it's too beyond recognition. Like, we think it's this, but, like, we can't be, like, for sure. And I'm, like, that's bullshit that that gun could go through two yeah, people. What? <laughs> Not only, but, like, through his wrist or everything. And then, one, just, like, that it could do that. Two, that it could do that and then still be, like, almost fully intact. Like, Excuse yeah, me, right. what? But then all the other bullets are like, well, it's, 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 oops. Yeah, it's stupid. So the magic bullet's something that's like, and then there was like, people were trying to like make sense of like how it went through like JFK's neck and then into his shoulder. But I then they're like, it does make sense because like in the the Lincoln that he was riding, like JFK would have been like in a seat higher up, and so like that angle. It's just, like, a bunch of weird stuff. But still, going through two people and still being intact is just, like, crazy to me. Like, weird. Um, So the next two are pretty short. Um, it's The first one is just the mob. You kind of talked about how, was it LBJ had, like, kind of ties to people in the mob? Or who did you say had ties to the mob? Jack Ruby. Said, oh, yes. That's what it was. So Jack Ruby, he was a nightclub owner. Um, and he also had ties to the FBI, you said. And so it was thought that maybe the FBI had worked with the mob to try to, like, kill JFK. Um, and Ruby was trying to, like, silence. Here's what it reminds me of. Jeffrey Epstein. Right. Jeffrey Epstein had all this information that he was going to give away. And he said, no, no. But he silenced him. So Oswald, gang, gang. Patsy, he had all this information. And Ruby said, you will not give it away. I will kill you. Nay, That's nay. what it sounds like to me, honestly. No, yeah, if we're... I thought the same thing. So um, it was also said, so like the mob did not like the Kennedys. Speaking of, Bobby Kennedy was like super devastated after JFK's death. Of course, it's his brother. But then he, it was recorded that he was like, I'm afraid that like I'm the reason he's dead because like I've had run-ins with the mob. Like he was super like yeah, anti-crime and all that. Mob. So he he thought there was a quote that 
Oh, so this is this is a quote from Ralph Salerno. He was a former New York City police detective who investigated the mafia and all that different stuff with the House Committee. And he was like looking into the mob and the mob was like, no, like there there was no reason for like the that the mob or the mafia would want to kill the president like it was stupid. And then he says we so we even came across a few sympathetic remarks about the president and supposedly these are like things that he's saying he heard he said no they killed the wrong one they should have shot his brother that little sob he's the guy who's giving us a hard time pretty much saying like they probably wanted to kill robert kennedy but then like mess things up and kill jfk it was a very common mistake john bobby they're like the same name yeah it's the same (laughs) thing also it's interesting to note that raw like Bobby Kennedy, Robert Kennedy was also assassinated um, after winning the Democratic seat to run for president. And that was like super devastating as well. And I mean, here's my thing. I think President Kennedy was probably a really good president. He was really good. But I also think his assassination has kind of glorified him. And like we forget a lot of the sleazy things he also did. And same with like Bobby Kennedy. And it's like... This is my take actually no i'm not gonna say that never mind okay like i definitely think they did a lot of good but like bobby kennedy and jfk they were like having affairs all over the place like they were kind of sleazy people um and so like we kind of put them up on this pedestal because they were assassinated but like they were also like they they were pot stirrers as well not saying anyone deserved to die no one ever deserves to be shot no one ever deserves to die but they were also, they weren't perfect, is I guess what I'm trying to say. They were still men that made mistakes, and I think that put them in the line of fire a lot of no, time. No, yeah, and I think them being assassinated wasn't just someone, like, wanted to kill them. Like, obviously, they were involved with something they shouldn't have been. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, of, especially, why. yeah, I don't know. I feel like specifically Bobby Kennedy, because... He wasn't like I think JFK because when you're the president you really like become a figurehead and so a lot of people project their hate onto you. Yeah. Um, but Bobby Kennedy, he was just a Kennedy, and the Kennedys were known. They tried to cover up when their little brother like drove off that bridge with that girl, all that kind of stuff. Oh, like yeah. the Kennedys were like known, whatever. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the last one I have that's like. A big one, I guess, is that it was Ted Cruz's dad. He was involved. <laughs> this is my favorite one. I don't care this what is, it is, but I believe it. It was his dad. Ted and this Cruz actually, is the Zodiac killer. I don't. You might. Yeah, I know. So Ted Cruz's dad shot JFK and then raised Ted Cruz to become the Zodiac killer. Uh, That's it. Thousand percent believe it. No, I don't know if you'll like this after I tell you where it comes from. So oh. this kind of. Ted Cruz's dad comes up when Donald Trump is running for president. He kind of like accuses. Did Donald Trump make this up? <laughs> what a dick. He's like, vote for me. I didn't. My dad didn't kill JFK. <laughs> so that's kind of like what he does. Is he was like so he was running against Senator Ted Cruz for the Republican nomination and he was like pretty much like 
your dad was seen with Lee <laughs> Harvey Oswald before the shooting, so maybe your dad killed Jay. <laughs> like, literally. And then here's, I have a quote from <laughs> from Trump. Yeah, this is Trump. Yeah. He, this is during a telephone interview. He says, his father was with Lee Javier Oswald prior to Oswald being, you know, shot. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. What is this, right? Prior to his being shot and nobody even brings this up. I mean, they don't even talk about that. That was reported and nobody talks about it. So he's pretty much saying, like, because <laughs> your dad wasn't here, See? Lee Oswald, like, he, he, he had to do with it. And then Trump appeared on the referencing... April 2006 National Enquirer headlined Ted Cruz's father linked to JFK assassination. <laughs> and it's the story just has a photo that Oswald and Rafael Cruz were distributing pro Castro leaf- leaflets in New Orleans in 1963. Like that's their connection. Um, and then this wow. says even BFFs. after the, cl- the nomination, Trump stuck with it. And this is another quote <laughs> of from him. He, did. he says. <laughs> All I did is point out the fact that on the cover of the National Enquirer, there is a picture of Rafael Cruz and crazy Lee Harvey Oswald having breakfast. I had nothing to do with it. This magazine had that, frankly. Oh, I had nothing to do with it. This was a magazine that, frankly, in many ways, respects should should be very respected. They got OJ. They got John Edwards. They got this. I mean, if the New York Times, they would have gotten the Pulitzer Prize for their reporting because this was all on like the tabloids and then he's pretty much saying the tabloids should be like taken the, very seriously because they got oj and john edwards so they should get the pulit pul- the I know pulitzer that word. prize yes thank you <laughs> and so that's my favorite one he's like is, we should believe people magazine yeah i people like people magazine's know. very accurate very credible like, just yeah whatever i think that's my new favorite theory yeah, that's Poor my Ted favorite. Cruz. I saved. <laughs> He's just like trying People to run for president, and they're like, "You're the Zodiac mass killer, serial killer." Literally, and it's not even possible. He's like forty or something, isn't he? Like forty, and they're like, "You killed people back in the seventies My grandpa loved Ted Cruz when he was running for president, and I just kept bringing up the fact that he was the Zodiac killer, and he would get so mad at me. <laughs> So I saved that one for end for the end because I know. Thank okay, you. That one but was my good. theory, my theory goes back because I love it. Is Mar- it's all due to Marilyn Monroe. I I think JFK was just known to not be able to keep it in his pants, and there was Cold War and was he happening. He was effing Lee Harvey Oswald. Hillary Clinton. Oh. What? <laughs> no, I don't know. Hillary Clinton was probably like ten years old. That's gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> What did you say, though? I said Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> Honestly, maybe. We don't know. No, but I. it's one of those things where, like, I feel like it was such, like, a crucial time that, like, they saw the president as, like, being some, like, horn dog that can't keep it in his pants and, like, was giving information to Marilyn Monroe and same with Bobby Kennedy. Like, these brothers are idiots and they can't keep secrets to themselves. So they're security risks. And so the CIA, I think, did plot to, one, murder Marilyn Monroe with the Kennedys and then probably take out JFK because they're like, we can't have these people putting our secrets on pillow talk. Like, we can't. So that's mine. That's a good theory. I think he was a sleeper agent. Yeah. I. That's mine. Yeah. I de- so personally, that was my own theory, but I think Lee Harvey Oswald did it by himself 
I think you don't think there was a second shooter. I don't. I think there's more to his story though that we won't ever know. I think he wasn't acting alone. I think there was at least one more, if not more. Yeah. But I think it's possible. I, I think... know for sure. It... No, I don't know. What? I don't know what I was gonna say. No, I think he did it by himself. Whether or not there were other people there to do, like, because that's the thing, is I don't think any assassination attempt, I'm sure there's, like, a backup. You know what I mean? There's something. But I think he's the one that shot him. But I think he was part of a bigger plot yeah. that we won't ever know about. I don't think it was just a crime of passion. I don't think no, he I don't was think just he like, was like, I'm going to kill the president today. I think he was manipulated into it because of his mental issues and yes. his history. They were like, oh, like, I picture him sitting down with someone who he probably thought was maybe the Soviets, but really it's the CIA. And they're like, hey, like, President Kennedy is going to do this if you don't take him out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. he was manipulated into it. But we shall never know because of what's his face. Because we love burning of records and misplacement of things. Yeah. And it was just like, there's a lot of shady stuff where it's like, they just don't. There was, like, on the Wikipedia page, there was so much information that I just couldn't take it all. It was, like, they're accused of, like, hiding information. They're accused of ignoring information. They're accused of losing information. They're accused, like, there's just nothing, like, great about it that I'm just, like, it's a little, it's a little weird. Yeah. Definitely sus. But anyway. So, I don't know. But Ted Cruz's dad did it, so I don't know why we're talking about Lee Harvey Oswald. Ted Cruz's dad is a lizard person. And he killed JFK. I think it was Queen Elizabeth, actually. Queen Elizabeth? Elizabeth, yes. Could be. Um. Also, I just recently saw a picture of Prince Philip. He, <laughs> he looks, looks like a vampire. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Lizard person? We shall never Isn't it like he's like 87 or something and then he's standing next to like Queen Elizabeth who's yes! like 98 and she's like smiling and he's like I He's dying. like dead. <laughs> he, he looks like a zombie. Just like a zombie. And yeah. they just are like propping him up and he's like oh. <laughs> I but. I think that's the thing. We need to do a conspiracy on the royal family because Oh, I th- don't we have a planned or no? No. We should. We'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. talk. I was looking. We need to go back through and, like, add a few more things. Yeah. Agreed. But anyway, thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode. Sorry okay. if this one's a little long, but. It's a little long. And I just want to say I hated this one. <laughs> no, it was good. You did a good job. Thank you. I just worried about not doing it well well here's the thing i think of us as like beginner conspiracy podcasts like people come here to like learn the basics and if you want to deep dive go ahead and deep dive but like they can do that on their own time you know well yeah it's hard to get into a lot of that because there's a lot of things where i was like you had to know this part to do this part to do this yeah so, like, I feel like this is a good place to learn about conspiracies. And then if you want to learn more, like, Go for, for sure, rent all the conspiracy videos and watch all the YouTube videos. Because there's so They're much fun. info out there. But um, thank you for listening. If you want to contact us at all, um, even just write a little email 
a nice email because we're both hella depressed and we'll take anything we can get. <laughs> um, you can email us at cstfhpodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is cstfhp. Our Instagram is snacks and tinfoil hats. There you go. And then our Facebook is conspiracies hats and tinfoil hats. So yes. you can like, follow, subscribe, all the things. DM us. Look out for fun Instagram posts. Um, you can also listen to us and tell other people to listen. Um, we are unavailable on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. And if you want us to be available on something else, uh, let us know. And please leave a rating and give us a listen. And anything else? I think that's it. That's it. I'm Thank you all. Tired. I'm literally falling asleep. So if we go missing, blame blame Raphael Cruz <laughs> or or his or son. Ted Cruz, just the Cruz family. I think yeah. Blame the Cruz family. <laughs> okay, okay, bye. bye. <laughs>